Welcome to the Ravo and Kendi podcast, episode four, recorded in Kendi's box room. Just press record there, anyway. Oh, that's been recorded. Like, oh, has it? And so on forty bars, I know that we can we kicked off. All right, okay. So and we started. We're away. Five to three. Okay. Yeah, do you understand again? Um, there was a high demand for you to be starting. There is not. No, there wasn't a high oh, demand. Man, I was inundated with hate mail. Why? Because I started it. Yeah, no, no, saying that, like, you know, proper order. But sure, I did the I did the intro jibby thing. Do you know what? I only realised that after yeah. you do the... I do the intro thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that could just be the intro thing. And you know, there's a thing on the on the end of it as well that says, this podcast was brought to you by Anchor. Anchor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds like they host us. Well, we like. have nothing to do with them apart from the fact we use the app. No, no, they got in touch with us and asked us, could they host us? We said, you know, we got a lot of people... Uh, we're videoing today. Huh? Yeah. There's a camera sitting on the bed. There is. Real simple. Just looking at us. That's right. Uh, Mark had to go and change. Well, no, I put on a hoodie because I'm wearing a gammy all top. Sure. Right. The, it's it's five to three, right? And I'm only out of bed properly since. Today is Saturday, by the way. For those of, those of you at home listening to us. Yeah. Today is a Saturday afternoon. We don't normally do it on a Saturday. We normally no. do it on a Tuesday evening. Yeah. When I be a good point out of bed. So this mightn't work at all. No, it should be okay. Like I was, in, I was in Carlo last night till I got home at half five, yeah. and I had all the intention in the world of waking up at eleven to watch both France Australia and Ireland Australia at the same time. The soccer and the rugby. Soccer and the rugby, right? Ma- mainly the rugby, and uh, I just, I just couldn't stay awake. I don't even know what the tries were that I, I what it was like. That's okay. Ireland won it, like it did indeed. I couldn't marvelous, tell you, but so on first time since nineteen seventy nine. That was that they've won down and down under. Down under, yeah. Isn't actually, I didn't know yeah. that. No, yeah. huh? No, not just a pretty face. They bet them in New Zealand in 2015 and 11. Did you not put your phone on silent? In the <laughs> Do you know who it is? Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Dwayne Gallagher. Ah, don't bother answering him. <laughs> <laughs> just reject. Send him to voice, man. You can't reject it on the iPhone one. Ah, oh, well then just. So we're going to sit here and listen to your phone ringing no, out. I hit it off there. Dwayne's little heart breaking. <laughs> Don't break my... I'll, uh, I'll uh, turn it on to... And the flight mode. The flight mode. Come right here, you now. can imagine now him sitting there in the van going, that man never answers his phone. I know, he's always <laughs> said that. Ray, I'm going to sneeze, I can feel it coming. Oh, go for it, go for it. <laughs> go for the sneeze. Go on. Oh, marvellous. Oh, mother of God. Do you ever find some people have very funny sneezes? <laughs> <laughs> that kind of stuff. <laughs> like they're possessed. <laughs> I get a sneeze. <laughs> 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 My father has that bad of a sneeze. Does oh, it's terrible. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fairly normal. I don't ever let them out, like. No. Oh, you, you block. But I don't know, sometimes I think that's bad for you. I think it's supposed to be bad for you. Did yeah. you ever um, block a sneeze and get an odious pain in your arm? Right, <laughs> 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 I think you'll be having a heart attack. <laughs> You get a pain in your arm. Oh, sometimes, sneezing. sometimes it'd be a big sneeze coming, and I'd block it, and I, I, I'd, I'd have pains all over for about five minutes. No, afterwards. that's bad, but you want to get that checked out. I just want to stop, and then oh, there's nothing worse than when you're in a public place and a sneeze comes and you don't catch it in time and you let it out <laughs> and schnots come you, out of your nose and <laughs> go everywhere. You don't know where they're gone. Will you try and block it with your hand, and your hand gets covered in schnot? Yeah, and your your oh. your jacket. There's bits of snot in your jacket. Oh, that's rotten. And w- one time it happened, I hit someone across from me. Oh, your look. <laughs> oh, it just did you tell her on the Him. chest on her chest? Yeah, just there. Oh, yeah. that's a nightmare. It was now. Um, I was doing a gig in uh, the Grand in Canary one time. Yeah, and uh, I sneezed without knowing there was a sneeze coming, and I, I saw something fly out, <laughs> and I was going to Stephanie on someone's head now in the crowd, like. <laughs> And I checked, I was looking at every one of them going, like looking in their hair and stuff. Oh no! And I said, you know what, maybe it just, I don't know, maybe... But are that, the other ones I worry about is the ones I can't find. Yeah, but, so, about, I'd say about 20 minutes passed, and uh, we were playing away, and I looked down, and on my guitar was a massive lump. <laughs> a loogie, is it called? A loogie, yeah. A loogie. I, I hit him. Johnny Logie. I hit <laughs> I hit him around the back of the jacket one day. We were saying goodbye to visitors leaving the house. And she had the jacket on to kind of go around the town. And she was going as well. And I, I sneezed behind her. 
and I kind of, oh, jeez, I saved that one. And then I looked up and it was sitting on the back of it. It was one of them furry coats oh. from Pennies. So it was buried up inside in the fur. And I ended up having to tap her on the back and say, ah, fair play to you. You, you oh. have a good day downtown <laughs> now. And I rubbed it off. Oh, oh. <laughs> so it's rotten. <laughs> you never knew. Oh, and there was an old stain on the back of her jacket for weeks after. And I, I, I couldn't help but smiling every oh. time I seen it. <laughs> That is that's disgusting stuff. Oh Lord above. What about people who love squeezing spots? Oh <laughs> like, I, when they see a spot, it's like Christmas. And they want to squeeze your ones. That's it. I'll squeeze that for you. Oh, I said, no, you won't. No, 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 no. What? That, that's that, disgusting. They should be ashamed of themselves. And then there'd be videos on Facebook of, of squeezing blackheads. And like 14 minutes of some, some dermatologist squeezing blackheads. Yeah. Can and people we, watching it getting queer satisfaction out of it. Can we actually address that now? Why is my newsfeed full to the brim with world's biggest zit explodes? <laughs> and it's massive. The people, there'll be more coming out of, it than out of a tap behind the bar. <laughs> and you see someone's like their back or the top of their shoulder, right? And it's this fucking size coming out of it. Like. Yeah. I mean, if you only knew when it was that size that, okay, I better go and get this thing sorted. Yeah. Then you're an, an almighty idiot, like. That's true. In fairness, now. I mean, it's don't let a fucking spot get this big on your shoulder. You're walking around like fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, like. But do they, want, they want to get the video up on the interweb, like. Of, so let so it, they they wait, let it, wait, wait. They're cultivators. It's they're, like they're Facebook eating Mars is, bars. <laughs> yeah, Facebook is loaded. Why is Facebook full of people bursting spots nowadays? <laughs> That's very good. Fucking night, it's so bad. But you don't, would you not watch them? No, I don't be watching them. I've never oh, seen I do, them. I, in fairness to me now, I do. I do settle down there now with a cup of tea and a biscuit, mm. and I'd watch, watch about twelve or thirteen minutes. I wouldn't. Right, that is Jesus. Oh, and then some of the big ones be going. Oh, geez, that was a big one there. Now, fair play to them. It's all about stuff coming out of people's body now on Facebook. There's other ones like um, he uh, Philip had an earache mm. uh, until he went to the doctor. Watch what came out, and they pull out a fucking <laughs> crocodile. Out of the side of his head. Yeah. <laughs> this fuck. But that's the tagline. That's the one line they'll put over the video. Philip had an earache. Yeah. Uh, he went to the doctor. Watch what came yeah, out. Yeah, and you clickbait. instantly want. Yeah. What did you call it? Clickbait? Yeah. You won't believe what came out of his head. Yeah. And there was, there was a family of four living, living inside. They, put, they pulls out with the tweezers. <laughs> Why did you say we shouldn't have a Twitter? <laughs> a Twitter handle, as they call it. Um... Even this is going to get me in trouble with people on Twitter. On. Twitter is full of people just looking for arguments. <laughs> I'm not on Twitter now. It's an it's uh, neither am I. It, it's an argument forum. Yeah. Someone and then someone someone will say something and then if they don't agree with you, then fifty people will get together <laughs> and then they'll attack you on it and say, "I don't agree with you like that." Yeah. Like I said about your cat video. Yeah. If you would put your cat video up and. You had a Twitter account and you said, yeah. look, watch my video. Yeah. You know the way we saw a couple of comments of saying, you should get those cats spayed. Yeah. You would have got animal rights activists Aren't you? accumulate together yeah. and they would have slaughtered you. Like. There was another comment there this morning, actually, someone saying that I should have, that poor Minnie, the cat, should she should be brought in and not be bullied by those, allowed to be bullied by those two cats. <laughs> <laughs> she's pregnant now, you know. Is she? Yeah, she's pregnant. Muscle time. Oh, Is that what you say? Uh, when that, someone's pregnant I don't know In, the Jew, in Jewish You're after taking know. an old Jewish term there That's And just applying is. it Is it? Is, I, don't, I think it's when the people get married Or it's kind of congratulations Oh it is I think it might be Can No we won't look it up It's no, better not know someone tell us that Mazel Tov, What Mazel Tov means There wouldn't be a great reaction time now With the podcast Because someone won't put it up now For a couple of days Yeah Come here will we get into the beers? Yeah Let's kick on into the beers I'm thirsty Yeah <clears throat> You got two cans this time I went for two cans because right, uh, it's Saturday. It's a Saturday, and I said I'd change. That's your one there. Thank and you very I, we much. We were supposed to do this at half one, but of course, Mark put it out by an hour. <laughs> so I got you a. Round the clock, Lock Gill Brewery. And it's breakfast stout. A stout? A stout, yeah. Because I know you have been partial to a Guinness once in a while. The thing. Ray, I'm not going to lie, it looks like you made that label today <laughs> and just <laughs> stuck it on an old, an old can. Yeah, and I'm going to go for also Lock Gill Breweries. Knockhill Brewing Company, uh, and mine is called Thieving Bastards. <laughs> yeah, Thieving Bastards. <laughs> and it's a, it's a pale ale, and should be 5%, and apparently up the top as well, there's a little tagline saying, the beer made me do it. That's class. No. What is? No, that good. Yeah. Slauncher. Slauncher Ray Bow. 
Should I mean, how would you drink a stout out of a can? Like that's a good question. Now, and there's no fancy ball in the Guinness can. You know the Guinness can. Do you think the ball does anything for them? Apparently, it does. What do they call it? A widget. It's a subsubrubriation <laughs> of subsubrubriation of the Guinness. Oh. In, in the can. Is it, does it even smell bad? Does it? Is it in date? There's no hidden that stout now. No, there'll be no. On cheers. Hang on, I've checked the date. It's a strong five point two percent. Yo, pig, you started without me. That's nice. Hmm. That you always nice. have the same. I wonder if we ever going to take a beer and say, "Geez, no, I don't like that." No, we always go, "Geez, that's nice." I'll tell you what. You next week you buy the beers because ever since we started, I've been buying the ones I like. Yeah, <laughs> they're buying shit for you. No, that looks like a can of coke. Boy, look at that. Look at it. It's like drinking. Go on, suck it into you. How's that now? Oh, he's enjoying it. No. Be careful now, the boys up in Lock Gill Brewing now won't take kindly to criticism. I'm <laughs> sorry, I'll say nothing so. <laughs> oh, God, is it bad? It probably just isn't what you like yourself. <sighs> She's in days anyway. She's in days. <laughs> That's all you say about it. It's all right, it's grand. A breakfast out. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck is a breakfast out? Or lads that'll be getting up after a hen or a stag. Do you know what? It's all right, actually. It might, it might grow on me. I just wish I had a creamy head. Creamy head, yeah. Breakfast you know? out, yeah. Um, today being a Saturday, Aye. I'd like to raise a topic. Got it. Why do houses, especially your own house, look 40 times filthier of a Saturday? you say my house looks No, filthy? not your house. My Man, house. I kept this like Buckingham candy. <laughs> I do. Do not. I don't look at the doll. There's a pile of clothes up inside in the room. Did I see you when you were going in trying yeah. to figure out what hoodie you were going to wear? No, yeah, they're clean clothes now that have to be put away. They're clean clothes on the ground. Yeah. So is the ground clean? Ray, you could eat, you could drink the pint off the ground if you spilt it. Really? You could. Jeez, that's good. I cave, stay at home, Kenty caves like, good <laughs> household, let me tell you. While Nicholas spends all her time in the bookies. She does. <laughs> For those of you at home, Nicola works in the bookies. She doesn't. Spend all her time in the bookies. She spends all her time in the bookies. That's all I'm saying. That's all you say. Someone asked where she is. Bookies. I just find out. I find that when you wake up on the Saturday after your week, I mean, say working or whatever, you wake up the Saturday, it's your first day off. Yeah. And you come downstairs, and it looks like the floor has never been swept. The, you, the carpet's never been hoovered. You know the stuff. You just, but it's it's like it becomes really obvious, and you realise that you have to spend a good portion of your day cleaning the friggin' yeah. place. Yeah. I try and keep a house clean nearly every day. Do you? Yeah. That's because you're here, though. You're here to do it, like. Yeah. But when you're not there during the week, and then you come home, you're there the weekend, and you're going, what what happened here, like? Yeah. We've no hot water either at the minute. That's probably not helping the situation. Why have you no hot water? Oh, the old oak, the immersion broke. (gasps) Hmm. Do you live it on too long having the bath? Since we moved into the house, it's been on a timer. So we've never had to worry about the immersion. Okay. Until it breaks. (laughs) Then you have to worry about the immersion. Yeah. It's mad though. I, I did have that worry and fear when I was at home in, in Mayo, like living at home. Yeah. If you leave the immersion on. Yeah. I know it's a joke that's been done to death, but it's it's a psychological problem. Yeah. I think it needs to be the rest of this country. It does. <laughs> Counseling sessions. Yeah. It's okay to leave the immersion on. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think we need to do some ad promos. Like, <laughs> on the side for of a bus. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag it's okay. It's just, it all felt like, like it is okay to leave the immersion on, apparently. Speaking of the clothes on the ground, they're all new clothes going back into the press. Yeah. Do you do your washing here in the house? Yeah. I don't do it. Nicola does it. Or Nicola does I don't it. do. But you don't. You well, don't. Hold on now. Don't go back to me first. Why don't you do the washing? Why does Nicola do all the washing? I don't know how buttons around the washing machine. I don't know. <laughs> That's it. That's my problem. And I don't know how much, how much cocaine powder do you put in and which slot does the three slots? Why do the three slots? I don't. You're hitting it in. Why is there three slots, right? Yeah. And it's a wee drawer. And I'm out. only putting one thing into one of them. You're only putting the cocaine powder in one of them. I have to guess. And Nicola tells me and I forget, like, yeah. I, just, I just don't do it then, you know. Would you have done washing at home? No. No. Mammy Kendi did the washing at home. Yeah. She was and lasses. would she ever let you or want you or encourage you or any of that? No. Do you feel that Irish men, particularly, right. have been let down by a generation of mothers? By not training them to do the bit of washing. Um, do you think it's a training issue? Yeah, like I, I, I never done it. Like I yeah. think, yeah, we never got, we never got the the the, the safe the, pass. The, yeah, we never got the required training course. Yeah, no, I never. No, but I mean, like I, I, I'm, I'm sure it's not hard. Like it's probably, not, but I, my, my problem was, as you said, completely unaware as to how to operate 
the washing machine. And not only that, when you do figure out, well, feck it, I'll throw it into the middle drawer, the middle slot. But, I mean, how do you know? It's not the middle slot on all of them, like. No, it's not. You're right in saying that. But bastard, you Sorry, Mark's mic stand is, keeps drooping like himself. You'll have to invest in something new. I know. Well, I have the other ones. But uh, I, I I put it into the middle one. I was a sheer guessing. And then some of the washing machines, the older ones, are more simpler. They've got A, B, C, and D. And then it says what A, B, and C, and D does. Right. But some of the newer ones, the fancy ones. Oh, no. It's just there's no way of figuring They don't make them simple. Right. It's like they're speaking a different language, like a woman's language. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were invented by women. This is the kind of stuff that we'll get us if we were on Twitter, we would be getting <laughs> hammered. <laughs> We'd be getting absolutely hammered after the There'd be bombs outside the door. But Ray, I think it's important to address the fact you don't do your washing, the nor does anyone. You don't do it in your house. There's, well, there's a couple of reasons. You send it down to Bridie below. In the laundrette. Yeah. Yeah, no, I do. I use a laundrette there. I have to give them a shout out, Katie's there on Pierce Road. Every week. Not every week, no. No, I get away. Well, just to explain, not only do I not sometimes know how to work it, but every piece of clothes is seemingly different. They have a label on them, and yeah. it tells you what you can and cannot do with yeah, them. Yeah, I know, yeah, it's a nightmare. So there's whites, and then there's coloureds, yeah. and then there's delicates, yeah. and there's... So you literally have to go through all... Now, in fairness, you probably would get aware of what each of their clothes are when you buy them. Yeah. You kind of know, ah, that's a synthetic, delicate, 30-degree uh, wool rinse-only shake load. I'm so <laughs> sick of all my clothes getting wrecked. I got so sick of all my clothes getting wrecked. I told Nick that I'd do every month on a cold wash. A cold wash? And don't put them in the dryer. See, you do know things about washing machines and so. No, but because I know that that won't damage it. You're literally just running water through them. Right. Because I wouldn't, they wouldn't be getting mucky like or not. I wouldn't be rolling around the ground with them. Like. <laughs> and come here. What um, cold wash, right. And what was happening to the clothes? They were just suddenly getting wrecked. Well, the dryer was wrecking them anyway, for sure. I mean, that's a whole other thing oh, now, a dryer. Yeah. See, this is now, you're asking me... I can use a dryer. All right, ask. <laughs> it's easy to use a dryer, in fairness. One button. One button, bang. Bang, bang. Yeah. <laughs> no, the reason I leave them into the laundrette is because of the psychological effects of seeing my mother. We'll say, for example, when I was a young man, and we'd, we'd, she'd do the washing, yeah. and she'd put the washing out in the line. Should. And then we'd have to go down to Kalala to get groceries or we'd have to go into Ballina to get something. Mm. And we would. And we'd say we'd go to Tesco in Ballina. Big, big grocery run. Right. And we'd be in Tesco and we'd have the shopping done. Everything we can, everything be going well. I'd get a bar of chocolate or something, I'd be happy out. We'd come out the door of Tesco and you'd notice it was raining. And my mother would almost drop the shopping out of her hands and bolt to the car roaring, shouting and cursing about the fact that it's raining and the washing is getting wet. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Right? Yeah. This country is not built for doing your own no, washing. it's a guessing game. It's you're a guessing. gambling. No, you're never gambling because I guarantee you, we're sitting here now and we're looking out and it's not raining. It'll rain. But if I put three sheets in that line out there, it would bring the rain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, it was, that was bent into me then. It was this worry that when you put washing out, that you can't do anything else. It actually is, a full-time job keeping the washing going. You have to be standing there. You'd be in the kitchen, maybe. Now, it's fine now if you're at home and you're, you're, you know, you're tipping around the kitchen, you can look out, yeah. pull it in. But, Jesus, there'd be more nights where I'd be frantically pulling clothes pegs off a, off a washing line, yeah. trying to get stuff in, and you wouldn't save them all. Like. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you couldn't. So that's why I can't I can't deal with that sort of pressure. And we, we actually don't have a dryer here now, so that's our only option. Yeah. Oh, so, so you put them out? Do you have to? Yeah. Would you wash them again when they get wet? No, no. We put we put them on a close horse then. Oh, the close horse in the bathroom that no one uses. Ah, oh, that's not so bad. If it gets bad outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a window open, just let a bit of air in at them. That's very nice. Yeah, that good system. Yeah, you can take that system. Right? I don't mind the laundrette though. The laundrette is nice. I tell you, you throw in the bag of stuff. Day later, you get the bag of stuff back. Folded probably and everything. Uh, depends. Depends. Is that yeah folded? Yeah. How yeah. much is it? Some laundrettes now are better than other laundrettes. Right. There's a laundrette in Ballina that I swear to God, you get the stuff back to it like the way you bought it from the shop. Yeah. Or they even match up your socks. Go away. So they go through your socks and they match them up for you and they fold, roll them into a, and into a pair. Jesus Christ. Which, I suppose, with my washing, because all I ever buy is black socks. Yeah. I they never just, buy anything other than black socks. Do you not? Know? Dunn black socks. Cotton. Oh, what about that job? You oh, that yeah. Job, no? it, uh, yeah. Mark here is sporting a lovely pair of white socks and a black sandal, and he looks ridiculous. But apparently it's a style that's coming back in. This is the bomb now, and I'll tell you why it's the bomb. I'm sitting here in a pair of shorts, white sock and a sandal. This is comfort level, Kendi. It doesn't get any bigger than this. (laughs) It's so, this is so comfortable. You're enjoying that. 
Is it, a, is it a soccer short or a, or, a, or a going out short? No, no, it's like a... It almost reminds short. me of the short your man was wearing in Friends, you know, when his young fella kept slipping out. <laughs> that happens to me, man. Does it? Yeah, it's annoying. When you like, wear a short short. <laughs> yeah. No, no, like even with these ones that are down to my knees, I just see you kind of falling out the bottom. It's annoying. Like, you, see <laughs> tip, you know? You know, it does get fair and I don't know where to look now, so I don't... I, I, like, I can't go... Like, we're going to Lanzarote, we'd say, you know, in a couple of weeks, right? Yeah. And like, oh, I, I, t- tell, them about the, tell them about the situation in the next room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're away to Lanzarote, yourself in and Nicola. In about three weeks. Three weeks, yeah. Right, and in the spare room, Nicola has two suitcases and two of the head pillows that you wear on, on a plane, ready. Ready. Just for when we pack. They're on the bed neatly. So we- that when we decide to pack, that's ready to go. Because <laughs> the excitement is going to burst. Isn't it mad how much you'd look forward to a holiday when you're going Oh, I, uh, I can't wait. Yeah. And it's just our lens already. Like, but you're, it is. Oh. But it's a big, it's big hit. I, I don't like going on sun holidays, as you're obviously aware. Well, I just find them sticky. I'm just sticky the whole we, time. We went on a sun holiday last year, Ray, and you spent the four days trying to find the shade. <laughs> All the time, you didn't like you used to sit up on the, the balcony. On, yeah, on the balcony, yeah. like where the house was, like and not come out. No, I I, I did most of the cooking for that week because it did. suited me. Yeah, you're inside. I was inside and it was cool. <laughs> Why don't you like the sun? I, I never have. I don't like. I, I like being able to tip around, and not have to cover myself head to toe in cream. Yeah, that annoys my head as well. The cream, yeah. The cream, the sun lotion is the greatest. I, I, I sometimes think we're not supposed to be out in the sun. If you have to put on a protective cream yeah. to go out in the sun, in the fr- and then there are those that don't put it on right and maybe cover maybe 12% of their bodies mm-hmm. and end up like a lobster. Yeah. Like your brother, George. Do you remember that? <laughs> the very first day we were over there, and we came, his legs... It's the typical Irish thing. Ash, I don't need sun lotion. His legs got... Scalded. Uh, But when we got back to the house, he had to just stand in the pool (laughs) to cool his legs down. He was just standing at about four in the morning, standing in it like his legs were scalded, man. But what went through his head that he thought he could go out without the bit of sun lotion? Well, I think he just missed his legs or something. How can you miss your legs? I don't know, yeah. That bothers me about... Yeah. And going on holidays, I just know that it means that I have to go away somewhere and I have to get up in the every morning and I have to put on cream across my I hate body. putting on the cream, it tries to be demented. Demented, yeah. yeah. And then you're not, you don't feel right because you, you have to come out with the lovely clean shower. And then you jump into a pool, it's put back on again. Yeah. And then, and that's the worst thing. Everybody else's cream then comes off in the pool. Yeah. So you're swimming around in a communal pool of cream. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I can't wait. And, and <laughs> I absolutely can't wait to go. <laughs> How long are you going for? We're going for um, seven days, maybe a week. Now, you know, we shouldn't be putting this up on a podcast because of the whole, you know, you're not supposed to tell your friend, your your friends that you're going on holidays on Facebook in case someone robbed the house. Derek is staying here for the week. Oh, that's all right. No. Yeah. So you have a bit of a house, you have a house yeah. house sitter. Yeah. He's doing, my, he's doing my Sligo gigs for me. Oh, that's not so bad. I think. Yeah, that's good. So at least you have someone. Yeah. But it is true, I suppose, when you do put it up online that you're going away for a week and oh, you're delighted. Silly. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, does. Is, it is silly, but there is, I have someone mind in the house. You have someone in the house. And I have Maureen next door as well. She do said she'd keep a night. Do you know Maureen next door? I do know her, sure. That's very good. Do you get on with the old neighbours? I do. I get on with them Did over you, this side. Do you ever live in a situation where you didn't get on with the neighbours? Uh, not really, no. No? No. I, I didn't necessarily have a situation where I didn't get on with the neighbours. The neighbours had a problem with me. I was driving a big white van at the time, and I was above in Dublin. And I was living on a fancy street. I was living on Raglan Road. Uh, Raglan Road. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I had a th- big white van because I was doing gigs. Right. And after a couple of months, um, I was approached one morning. I was even approached. I think I was. Said They kind of just said to me, is that your van? You know, they just kind of questioned it. And then about a week later, my landlord got on to me and said that the residents are signing a petition to get me to get rid of the van. Why? Because apparently it gets subterfuge to, to drug addicts. As in they could hide behind it to take the drugs. And also it lowered the tone of the neighbourhood. Are you joking me? Oh. What, what van was it? It was a big Renault Master. It was a nice one too. It was it was new-ish at the time. But yeah, that's that's what they had. That's they, Dublin they, for you, boy. That's, Dub- in that that's man, Dublin though, for you. 
that on a fancy road like that on Ragdon Road that the residents would look at this white tradesman's van we'd yeah, say yeah. and say no we don't want that because because drug addicts will hide behind us they will indeed yeah that is uh, let me tell you a Dublin problem it is a Dublin <laughs> can you imagine on Chapel Street in Sligo if someone came out because of your van and said Ray I'm just afraid that there might be drug addicts hide behind your van we would laugh ah no they were clutching the straws like That's but it was in the film the, straws. the huh? man was in the film then there was a film filmed on the on the streets. It's, it's a film with uh, what do you call it? The drunken Irish comedian, the book that would be smoking and drinking glasses of wine in his axe. He was in Black Books. Oh, Dylan Moran. Yeah, Dylan Moran. Yeah. yeah, and it was a, f- a film called "A Film with Me in It." Right. Oh and yeah, yeah. It was yeah. A, a really interesting kind of a axe murderer kind of a. It was just an evening went horribly wrong for them in the house, but right. it was the house across from where I was living. Yeah. And one of the scenes was was. No, who's laughing now? Who's laughing now? Raglan Road. Yeah, Raglan Road ruined it. I ruined yeah. the film. And did you get rid of the van? I had to. So you got rid of the van because... because no, 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 I just couldn't afford the repayments anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, that's okay, I thought you were going to tell me that you got rid of that van because they told you to. No, no, no. They I have don't. no... No, they're no legal. Well, in fairness now, I'd say my landlord would have thrown me out anyway because, you know, in keeping stand- you don't want to be pissing off... If you have a rental property in the place, you don't want to be annoying the people around your rental property. Yeah, but I mean, uh, when you're not trying to annoy them, Ray. I wasn't trying to annoy them. I was only trying to do a, a good day's work. Do you know? Jesus. Sorry about that now. Any other landlord horror stories like landlord that? Horror stories. This country's full of landlord horror stories, boy. It is, in fairness. I don't think there's a man out there or a lady out there that hasn't had a problem yeah. with landlord in some, sh- some shape or form. Mm-hmm. We have a great landlord at yeah, the moment. You do have a marvellous landlord. We have a marvellous landlord. landlord. He's mighty. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's just mighty. I can't say enough good things about him. But it's, it, that's what, we're lucky. There's an awful lot of people that aren't at all. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, I'm not so bad. Like, as in, I haven't got a bad record. We have a lovely landlord now. Mm. And we had a lovely landlord, the last did, one. Did you have a bad one before that at all? No, we had, a, I had a bad ones in college and stuff like. Yeah. You know? I actually have a landlord who's in prison now. You do not? That's what you got to do. And you talk about it, or is it? Probably not. No. You can't. It's, You're um, not there. No, shut up, Ray. Shut up. <laughs> for a podcast that is fairly light. Yeah, we, we won't be getting into that. This so. ain't a light subject for the oh, reason right. why he's in prison. Oh, like. we'll leave it at that and so. Yeah. yeah. But that definitely, you win the competition and so. You have the worst story. He's in prison for drowning fish. <laughs> right, you made me say it. Sick. I didn't want to get into what it. Was he like. doing? Was he putting them in a barrel and closing the lid or something? Yeah, was he? It was horrible. It was terrible. <laughs> Poor fish. Yeah, it took ages to drown though. <laughs> did you ever have goldfish? I that? actually do have landlord who's in prison though, but he obviously didn't drown fish. Go no. on, anyway. Did you ever have goldfish? Yeah, any? we had dad killed every one of them. <laughs> By mistake. We'd be gone for a couple of days or we'd be doing something that we'd say, Dad, you'd feed him now. Right. Don't be feeding him too much. He's a little... Dad I'm sure Dad would be a good-natured sort of yeah. fella. He'd throw in an extra bit. He would, but he's an extra chop. He'd fill the ball up with food. <laughs> like dead. he's feeding a dog. Yeah, they'd be, fed, they'd be dead the next day. Oh, no. But it's a wonder... It's amazing how fish don't have that awareness. I'm full now. No, no, no. They, they never <laughs> fall. Like. Just eat it till it's gone. Yeah, they eat everything till it's gone and then they, they, they die. Yeah. Probably, it like. And was it just goldfish you had in the, in the oak? Yeah, we didn't have like paradas or any of that shit. Is there nothing worse than coming up of a mo- getting up of a morning down to the kitchen and there you look at it and it, it, they're just floating? Oh, motionless. T- I mean, flushing down the toilet. I ca- but I can't imagine kids dealing with that. That's a very that's a real brush with mortality. Yeah. immediately yeah. when you have this fine little pet and then all of a sudden the pet is just just floating there like a dead body. And uh, the teachers' kids though, didn't they? I suppose, yeah. A goldfish is a good first pet, like. It's a good example, because, yeah. Because, you know, you get over it, you get another goldfish for a pound fifty down Bob Flynn's. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Flynn's? Robert Flynn used to sell the goldfish below. Was this in Castlery? Yeah. He, so he had, he had a league Robert goldfish. Flynn's is the shop where you uh, you could buy calf nuts and you could <laughs> buy a curly whirly. <laughs> you know, it's one of those, like, you had the penny sweets. Yeah. And goldfish. Shovels. Everything. Yeah. He sold, he still does sell everything. Yeah, like. barbed wire, you could buy that. Anything. Yeah, jerry cans. If he wanted to re-galvanize the cowhouse roof. He'd, he'd have do. everything there in the back. Yeah, and, yeah. He'd, and he'd tell you the tea bags then that you would be drinking the tea. Drink yeah. tea while you're doing it. That's the truth, no. So you'd be, okay, yeah. We'd hop up to Bob Plains buy another goldfish for about a pound. Where's that in Castery? Is that in the middle of Castery? Beside Tully's Hotel, All right, on the main street or whatever they right. call it. And would it be very popular? Is it still going? He's still open. And is he still selling goldfish? Oh, there's people going because people go into him for the chat. Right. I don't know if he still sells goldfish or not. Yeah. He sells unlicensed guns and drugs. (laughs) 
Should I, am I allowed to say that? If we ever got into trouble for saying something, that'd be it. Am I allowed to say that? You would have a big Castlereagh listenership, you say. Um, is that not? I don't, he doesn't sell <laughs> licensed guns and drugs. He is big on the black market. Does he sell guns? Uh, no, I doubt he sells guns. We have a place in Killala that sells It's a filling station. Uh, you have a filling station that sells guns? Yes. But you're Ray, you're going to have to explain this well now. We're going to have to really get this point across to me. What are you talking about? Yeah. The filling station in, in uh, the, na- uh, the name escapes me now, but the filling station in Kalala, the one of the only filling, I think it's the only filling station in Kalala, and they'd be big into the hunting. So what they've kind of done over the years, I used to work there, it was my first job. So I was a uh, petrol, no, I was a petrol pump uh, technician. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a petrol pump technician. How many points is that in the leave, sir? Oh, just I, was, I hadn't even juniors or done that. <laughs> it was my first ever job working in in the filling station down in I think I think it's Mc, 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 oh, McDonald's McDonald's McDonald's. Jesus, Peter, Peter, I can't remember now. Kevin, it's amazing how names escape me in this thing. But um, yeah, so th- I was there there for about three months of summer. Right. And uh, do you want to know why I got let go? As a, a, a as a pump. petrol pump technician, right. I broke three televisions. <laughs> <laughs> I brought three televisions As a petrol pump technician Right Yeah, yeah Again, Ray, You're going to have to explain this to you me remember when, remember when petrol stations used to not be shops They were literally just petrol stations right. And there was a young fella in the petrol station That would sit in a little yeah. kind of A small shed Cubby or hole, hut yeah. Or box <laughs> And they had that a little, And there was a shop beside it But I was in my own little room yeah. there And in the room there was a, there was a wee television because they were very good to their petrol pump technicians. Well, you were sitting them. in that room. Yeah, I was doing very long four-hour shifts of a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and it'd be the dead time during the day as well. Yeah. But when there wasn't people in getting getting their petrol, because I'd be out pumping petrol and diesel-like. Yeah. And, um, which is, again, something that's gone by the wayside. Everybody does it themselves now. Yeah. But I used to be out pumping it for people. and uh, But when I go back in, then I'd forget myself. And the lead for the television used to be a little bit short. So the first time I tripped over the lead and pulled the television <laughs> down and smashed the shower. <laughs> So they were very good now, in fairness, and they were very sound. They were nice to me. Um, they didn't lose the head until it happened the second time. And then I got a verbal warning. Nice. I said, if you break another television, you won't be getting another television. <laughs> and the third one went in, and they actually put a nice one in this time with a longer lead. But I still managed to pull it down. Did you? Yeah. And then they just said, that. luckily now it was coming toward the end of the summer as well. So I kind of, I was, it was time for to go, you know. So we kind of just, that was the end of that. You but broke three televisions three in one full, summer. In one summer. Yeah. <laughs> tripping over a lead. I think two of them was tripping over the lead. One of them, I kind of, I forgot where I was and I kind of got up and I bumped into it and, and fell over. <laughs> so that's, that was that. But now, getting back to the guns. The guns, they're, they're mad into hunting, this crowd. And they're mad into doing the local hunting, the local bits and pieces. And they started off small. And now they have what I can only describe as an armory. Right. Up inside. Now, of course, there's laws and everything. So you have to... Well, I a, hope so. Because I don't want this place to get It's a safe room. But they've more guns in there now than I'd say half some of the police stations up the north. It's it's seriously well equipped. I was yeah. in there once, and they're selling them like, and they're people leave them there as well because it's safe to leave them there. Yeah. So the place is full of shotguns yeah. and ammunition and all sorts what, of stuff. What would they be hunting? Huh? What they be deer, hunting? mostly deer. Oh yeah. Awful, awful epidemic of deer down in down in Mayo. Um, like massive epidemic of deer. Is there? Yeah. Would they actually go for you? Seriously, yeah. You'd be walking along and they'd be in the field and they'd spot you and they'd go for you. Is there a high population of deer? Massive. Should they're breeding like rabbits? And do you eat them? We don't have any rabbits, though. What? <laughs> <laughs> do we, uh, uh, there has been deer shot on our land and we have, these Twitter's going to explode again now when I talk about this. Yeah. Um, there has been deer shot on our land and we've had a lot of deer in the fridge out the back. That's class. It's not. It tastes like shite. You don't, I mean, it's very maybe strong, very strong stuff like. meat, is it? Ara. No, because that's the proper way to do it, like. What, to go out and shoot? I suppose. It they're is. a wild animal and they're out. They're not stuck in a factory somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, or like stuck in a big, a big, a big shed, like. Yeah, but they'd be, these lads, would be, these lads be, would be killed in pure rage. Like, it'd be fat my father and there'd be fences down the farm that'd be broken left, right and centre from these yokes running around. Yeah, yeah. Without a care, like the goats in Ennis, like, without a care <laughs> in the world. And these lads are just, they're just running through fences. Yeah. And my father gets so thick that he would get to buy some Clara up. I said, yeah. could you please sort this out? So be yeah. two or three of them shot. Yeah. Which I suppose sad enough. No, I think if you ate them or whatever, or if they're wrecking your land, yeah, then you. But how does right. a deer know he's wrecking? <laughs> wrecking someone's they land. They are delinquents. Let me tell you. But we put the fences up, like, yeah. so it's it's us that we're putting up obstacles. I know, but it's your land. I mean, look, I mean, if you were like that, man, you may go full hippie and say let them into the house. 
Like the dogs. Do you know what I mean? Well, it's okay. You know, I built on their land so they can come in and make a cup of tea if they want. <laughs> what do you want? Lines or berries? <laughs> what do you prefer? Oh, no, yeah. So that's, that's why the, we have a, a serious... If anyone's looking for an armory in, Bel- in, in the Kalala region, that's where it is. Or if anyone is out there and thinking of going on a rampage... <laughs> yeah. uh, and you don't have a gun. Yeah. Uh, don't, Kalala. Or any rebel organisations that would like to yes. overthrow the government of Ireland. <laughs> Kalala is where you start. Yeah. And that's where they started before, down 1798. What that's where it? General Humbert came ashore. Into Kalala? You heard about this now. No. Jesus, great the way the podcast going I didn't to even know note. Kalala has a bay. Well, I'll tell you a story now. The Kalala, Kalala doesn't have a bay. It does. But he was at a speedboat. <laughs> and he, he didn't know how to hit the brakes. <laughs> like, <laughs> straight up. Onto the land and he stopped in Kalala. No, what happened was uh, the Irish back in 1798 were mad to get away from England. Now, that's a fairly common theme down through the years. Mad to get away from England. Like, we have been known to try and get away from England. <laughs> We've been known yes. to try and distance ourselves yes. from their, them as a country. Yeah. And uh, and at that, this particular point, the Irish were very, very eager to get away from England. Yeah. And um, they employed a little bit of help. They tried to get the French to give them a hand. So they went over and they said, France, ah, come on, you hate give English. Give us a few pounds, yeah. No, yeah. well, you hate English. Yeah. Will you come and give us a hand getting yeah. rid of them out of the country? So the French were going, Jesus, not a bad idea. Mm. You know, we'll give the Irish a hand. So Pest come- control. <laughs> so they sent three uh, three big battleships over and they landed uh, just near Kalala Bay. Oh, yeah. And they came in, General Humbert. Yeah. And General Humbert, first man, came in with about, I think it was a couple of hundred of French troops come off the ships. Eight and big <laughs> You know, when you look back and you think about it, was it just stereotypical French lads? They all had a, wo- a curly moustache, curly moustache, white pants, and, yeah. a, and a striped a blue. t-shirt. <laughs> and there were wolf and baguettes into them. Yeah, where will they get the baguettes? Yeah, that's it. That, that's where the baguettes. General Humper brought the baguettes. Yeah, that's to why Ireland. you can get. That's why you can get a lovely Where's chicken fillet roll in Kalala. Yeah, because it started there. Well, there we go. That's now where we chicken fillet roll started. It yeah. was in Kalala. Yeah, it was uh, the chicken fillet roll. The first baguette was brought to Kalala. <laughs> yeah, and the, General they were putting them into putting them into bits of bread. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the boys, the French lads, came in and said, "Oh, try that." Yeah. Would you would you put it in that? Like, don't be putting it in a sliced pan. Yeah, Throw that's how baguettes came to Ireland. That's yeah, mental. Rate. And it was one of the lads in the, the company of General Humbert's army. He was the boy. He, he his name was uh, Cuisine. Cuisine, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he said, "That's from France, isn't it?" Yeah. yeah, Cuisine de France. Yeah, yeah. And that's how they started. Isn't that mad? That's the history of that company. I, uh, and but don't look that up. That is fact. That's fact. We, you don't need to look that up. Don't need to look it up. It's very. We we have a very big research team here working for us in yeah, this podcast. Yeah. It's we have have uh, two or three girls in the office. And yeah, sorry, Maura, that is true, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can take a break now. Yeah, yeah. Go on. Fair yeah. play to Maura and, 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 and Noel down in the research yeah. team there. Fair play to them. Yeah. Um, but then the boys, they came ashore anyway and they, sh- they did well. And they took over Kalala, they took over Balana, and all the Irish kind of joined in and then they got as far as the Castle Bar. That's where the Windy Gap, you know the Windy Gap in Castle Bar? They no. went up the Windy Gap, they went up the back way. Oh. To surprise the English in Castle They came around the side aisle. They came around the side aisle, yeah. Because oh. they had a priest helping them out. The priest says, ah, they'd never expect you to come in the Windy Gap. Yeah. They'd never... <laughs> they w- you wouldn't... You wouldn't expect anyone to come up the Windy Gap. Sure, it's atrociously bad. Well, we... And again, throughout the years, we've never been known to come up the Windy Gap. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't. The Windy Gaps is not somewhere where you come up. But anyway... <laughs> anyway, they came up the Windy Gap. Seven or eight hundred of them. And they landed up inside in uh, Castle Bar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> they landed up inside in Castle Bar and took the, took the English by surprise, and and because that's what happens when you come up the yeah. window. <laughs> You can take a nation by surprise very easily when you come up the windy gap, and and they, they bet them out. They bet the boys out of, out of Castle Bar, Aye. and they ploughed on then to Sligo, and that's what the whole tealing thing came out of. That's you know the way everything in Sligo is tealing, yeah. fifth on tealing, and you have tealing straight and the whole lot. Yeah. yeah. And that's how that happened. Well, there's somebody here in Sligo that was fierce and in, in, involved in the whole. He, the boys came into town, the French lads and a few Irish, and said, lads, I think you're great. Yeah. And he kind of supported them and helped them out. And then they went abroad. Then <laughs> They got out, of, got out of Connacht and they hit around the Midlands, Tarman Barry there, you know, where you cross over. Well, not Tarman Barry, but around, around Longford direction. Yeah. And then the English met them a bit to chat Oh, that's when they met their match. Yeah, but the great thing about the French lads, the ones that didn't get killed in the battlefield, they got sent back to France. Right. It was like one of those no win, no fee experiences. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, lads, good try, good yeah, try. We'll get you a nice boat back. And then all that was left then was the Irish lads. And, and that's probably not something that you'd want to laugh about. It, no. the, all the Irish lads then got hung. Yeah. That was it. And we were still... And we were still um, still in with England then. Yeah. Good story. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Ray's history lesson uh, next week. 
We've learned about how baguettes came to Ireland yeah. through Kalana. Where Cousine de France yeah. came out of. Next week, he is going to explain to you how the McAndrews invented the keyboard tie. <laughs> what? The keyboard tie. What's the keyboard tie? Oh, the keyboard tie. <laughs> that's, that's They're very hard to find. I'd love a keyboard tie. One that actually works. No, With a little I battery in it that no, you can actually play a tune in. No, I don't a key want one tie. That works. <laughs> I don't want one that works. I just want a cool little keyboard, keyboard tie. Keyboard tie. I think that is stylish as hell. Yeah, Do you, uh, it, there's a lot to be said for men that don't go down the road of wearing your average your average tie. That yeah. they, they literally go out to find, yeah. you know, ties. And but uh, I have a question. Go on. Who would the hell thought about where did ties come from? A bit of material hanging around your neck. I'll tell you exactly where it came from, Ray. Do when boys used to wear shirts mm-hmm. with collars on them, mm-hmm. buttons hadn't been invented yet. Right. What do you mean buttons hadn't been invented? Buttons were the Egyptians not using buttons back in the day? Buttons had not been invented, so it was a way of keeping your collar together. Get Is that true? That's true. Did Maura tell you that? That's fact. Is that something Maura sent up to you from the research team? Oh, you say that to me. No, no, no. No, Noel was the one that said it. Yeah, it's true, yeah. Yeah. Are you I sure? Was, I was desperately trying you there to do a... Better not... To do a few That bit. better be true. Because <laughs> you've done this before. Yeah, I'll meet you for a drink. I don't really care. Like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stop. Stop. Right, we're going to... No, that is yeah. true, though. That's what it is. Because you didn't have buttons yet. So they, so when were buttons invented? Um, Whenever that film, The War of the Buttons, came out. That's not true. That's a lot. 1986, no. I think. <laughs> you, know I'm, you know I'm partial to a chocolate button. Yeah, I know you are. You know yeah, my you ongoing trials and tribulations with, with, with buttons and, and cinemas. Why yeah. do cinemas not sell buttons? That's what I want to You know. bring them in yourself. I, shh. Can't say that. <laughs> you can't say you don't that. Bring anything in yourself. You don't bring in. You're I do. Be, I do bring in the big bag of buttons. You're going to get the strip searched. I will, yeah. The book in the cinema will know full well. I, but your popcorn and a bit of chocolate is lovely. But they don't sell Cadbury's Dairy Milk chocolate in cinemas. What do they sell? At minstrels and Maltesers and oh, this yeah. sort of muck. Nestle. It's all Nestle stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like Nestle did a deal with the cinemas years ago. Well, they and, probably did. Well, maybe that's what happened. Yeah. Although there was, there was giant buttons up inside in the, Sli- in the Sligo cinema yeah. for a while, but they never used to have them out on the shelf. You had to ask I used them. to ask for them. <laughs> I used to get the kidneys meal. So yeah. I wouldn't eat a lot of popcorn. I don't eat a small I bit. Love, I love the popcorn bite. You'd eat a big one. Oh. I don't understand people to get the large popcorn. I get the large popcorn. That's mental. Look at the size of it in the oak, and then yeah. think about that in your stomach. Just think about it for a second. It's beautiful. But did, how does it sit in your stomach? Like this, it's like, massive. There's huge buckets of popcorn. Oh man, you would. I'd eat them. I was going to say eat them without salt. I'd eat them with salt. <laughs> but yeah, I'd eat two of them. I, cheers. I get the kiddies made, but I'd always get. But you'd be looks. walking out. You'd be walking out with about like Gandhi's flip flop. <laughs> yeah, true. Oh <laughs> my thirsty. god, Jesus! You'd be dry as a board. That's why it's good when you come out of the cinema and it's like oh, the swag man. It's so very close, yeah. and you're very tempted to go over and yeah, get yeah. Sierra Nevada or something. <laughs> yeah, you go straight across. Um, Oh no! For this, we've been talking for nearly an hour now. Well, Have fifty we? minutes, about forty-five or fifty minutes. Are you watching any bit? Of, by the I'm way, just the football live for the people speak. at home. Mark has the iPad here in front of him, and he's been watching the football ever since. So, if this particular podcast sounds like he was somewhat distracted, <laughs> that is the reason. Well, Ray, it's World Cup fever, boy. Let's yeah. hit the country. Who's playing? Um, it, the game is Argentina and Iceland. And how's that going for them? It was one-one there. It is not. It froze. Oh, it froze. Yeah, I just I went back into it again now to see what's going on. It's nearly over now. All right, fair you enough. You don't you don't really watch the World Cup, do you? I watch bits of it. Sure, it's just a soccer, like it's just games of soccer. Now, in fairness, it'll be Tis it'll be good now, won't it? What? It's more than a game of soccer, though. I'm delighted at the fact that it's in Russia because I think the Russians get a bad rep. I think I think half the world is trying to make out that the Russians are shower egots, but they're not. They're nice people, no more than anyone else. The Russians themselves are Russians, yeah. So I think I think it's great that it's in Russia this year. Yeah. And I think it's great that it's going well. Yeah, and there's a, there's a shower at everybody from the whole world is over there now, and they're yeah. all kind of standing. I bet you they're standing there going, "This isn't a bad old spot." No, no, they're enjoying it. I'd say. But when you be at home, all you'd be constantly told, a bit like when the Cold War was on, you'd be kind of told, "Russia's an awful, awful evil place." Should after invading Ukraine and taking this and that over and sure. Well, that wasn't Cold War now. Ukraine no. was only last year. No, that's year. a different story. Yeah. Look, yeah. that's next week's history class. Cold War. The Cold War. Yeah, we did the Cold War. I'll talk you through the Cold War, but. Will you? The Cold War, did you know why it's called the Cold War? No. <laughs> Do you know like what the premise is? Like, Go on. The reason it's called the Cold War is because America and Russia fought it, but they fought it using other countries. Right. So they fought it in Vietnam. I'm so disappointed. That's the truth. I thought you had a funny explanation no, for the Cold that's War. What it's, it's I didn't, the, the truth isn't funny. 
The truth is quite sad. <laughs> I know, but that's what it is, but So what time are we at now? How long how long have we been chatting? 162 bears. I know how many it is in bears. Um, we've been chatting for... For a while. This Probably too long. This ain't anyway. No, it's wrecking me head. Right. Do you think the video will be good this week? Will the video be up on YouTube for this week? And you'll yeah. Be, you'll be, we'll, 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 we'll look at the camera there now and we'll give, we'll give the shout-outs. Um, Hello. A shout-out to my mammy yeah. for introducing me to drink at the age of seven <laughs> to keep me quiet. Yeah. Thanks, man. Big shout out to Trisha and Noel, who tend to watch us apparently on a Tuesday evening. Oh, yeah. And they're, uh, they, they put, us, put us up on the telly. Yeah. This is why nice. the video is a good idea, yeah, yeah, because good. poor old Trisha and Noel couldn't, could never see us. They were just yeah. looking at our gammy heads in the picture. A shout out, I'd say, to Michelle. Oh, yeah. Michelle Gormley. She yeah. was, I was going to say McNeilis. Yeah. She's Gormley now. She's she Gormley was now. listening to us while the husband was watching the World Cup. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone else there now as well? No, that's it, I think. Um, can I. Propose something before we go any further and see if anyone out there thinks it's a good idea. Go on. I think me and you may start getting active in society. And doing what? You know, we were talking about the gym last week right. and fitness and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the only thing we know is fitness pizza in our mouth, mm. which was your <laughs> pr- thing. Right? <laughs> right? Right. I think we should get active in stuff like. Um, your missus was on to me about running the Warriors run. No, I'm I, not doing the Warriors run. I think run. we would struggle with that. No. Right? I'm not doing the Warriors run. No, no, I don't think we'd I be able I don't like to. climbing hills or mountains walking, never mind running. No, no, them. yeah, I don't think we'd be able to. Yeah, right, okay. But it got me thinking. Go on. Why don't we do a certain classes around the town? Like, uh, let's say I have a friend who does Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, right? Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? Why don't we do it? And report back on it? Report back on it, maybe get him in. Right. We know Stephen Coleman does, does he has a black belt in karaoke or something. He does. The Taekwondo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why don't so we go and do a Taekwondo we, we, go class? And, we go and sample these yeah. fitness experiences yeah. and see which one is for or us. Or these, whatever they are. I just I'd be up for that. I think that's, and get let them in and let them, and let them walk, walk through, you know, their, whatever they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, right, okay. I, I like we should do that. People will know them if it's any good. Yeah, like we should get on to Coleman. Yeah. And put, get us out of our comfort zone. I don't know about that. I look shit in white. <laughs> I look shit in you white. You don't have to wear a white gear. It was only one time in my life I wore white. It was born in San Francisco. No, right. I was born in San Francisco and I was over with, with three of my, what I call friends, but they weren't friends that day, I'll tell you. And we were going out for St. Patrick's Day and I had purchased a t-shirt. You had purchased I had a purchased t-shirt. a t-shirt and pennies. It was a specific Paddy's Day t-shirt. Yeah. And it was one of them funny Irish slogans about saying Paddy this, that, and the other, drinking the face of myself, I'm Kiss Irish. Me, I'm yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and I was, but it was white. Now, I wouldn't have on for a white t-shirt. Yeah. So I put it on that morning on Paddy's Day and I said to the three boys, right? I says, lads, does this look okay or do I look like an idiot? And all three boys says, you look fantastic. That's one of the <laughs> nicest t-shirts we've ever seen on you. And they did it so convincingly that I believed them. Yeah. I never looked as stupid in my life. <laughs> the t-shirt besides being two sizes too small for me, I was walking around all day like something you'd see an, an English lad wearing abroad in Mallorca. Oh, no. And it was cat. Cat Melogian. And, and it was only later on in the day they said to me, yeah, it looks cat. And you don't wear white anymore? I never have more white since I'm traumatised. <laughs> There isn't an item of white clothing in my press. Yeah, but you don't have to wear white if you're doing... You're on about the gi, is it? I can't even wear what? The karate stu- the clothes. <laughs> what did you call it? It's called the gi. <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs> this is exactly why I want to do this. <laughs> it's not called that. It's it? called the gi. <laughs> Stop saying it. <laughs> Put right. on your gi. We'll go out fighting. <laughs> yeah. I think it's amazing. I, 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 I think we should do that. Right. We should put ourselves way out of our comfort zone. I think we should run a 5K. I, and then I, we should run a 10K. Did you not hear about the other race they did? Huh. They did a 0.5K in some place in the world. <laughs> for the people who don't like running races. <laughs> so they set it up in such a way where it was 0.5K and it was literally from one end of the street to the other. Oh, that's class. And there was a couple of pubs in the street and people could stop at the pubs to take refreshment. Unbelievable. And it was essentially a, a, a pub crawl. That is class, class. That's a great idea. And uh, they had a finish line at the end of yeah. it and had medals and the whole lot. And the <laughs> fellas sitting there with water on oh, the end of the street. And everybody was wearing their shorts and they had all had numbers. So you had your, your you know, your 0.5k <laughs> run. That's class. I'd like to do one of those. Well, we could, I think we should do an actual run. like A 5k? Like, yeah, do it for charity or something. I suppose you could walk two, two kilometers of it. But you're just like... Just run it. 
Because you have to test yourself. Like I'm and not saying we can, I don't think I'd be able to do the Warriors one either. And anyway, the Warriors run is in about eight weeks. For anyone that's not around from around our locality, the Warriors run involves running up uh, quite a large hill. Knocknaree. Knocknaree Mountain. Hill. Mountain. So call it a mountain. It's a big hill. It's a f- mountain. Uh, it's not a mountain. It's a big hill. It's in between them. It's not. It's a big friggin' hill. Yeah, it is a big hill. Like, it's a big yeah. hill. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit like calling Sligo a city. It's a big town. Man, I tell you what, we are at <laughs> The Twitter is after going mad again. here now on this. <laughs> Christ but because they have a cathedral, they have, they have city status. Really, no, you don't. You need a university. We have that as well. We need a university and, un- and, un- and a university hospital. So we're not a, we're not a city town. I think. But why is this Sligo City? It says Sligo like city the Sligo Circle. City Hotel. Why is it called a Sligo City Hotel? Look, we actually, if anyone knows, will you please tell us? It's I. I'm saying it's not a city because you need a university for a city. We've only got an IT. Mm. But will someone correct us on that? That'd be nice. That? Yeah. Yeah. This chair is getting worse. It's getting very squeaky. I know you're fat hairs on top of us. Huh? Well, if we start doing five k's, it mightn't be as squeaky. Anyway, so the, you know, you explain the Warriors run. You run up Norton Ray oh, from yeah. the beachfront in Strand Hill, and then you run back down again. Right, yeah. And it is fifteen k altogether. I oh, think it's, it's horrible. And it's yeah, it's horrible. Running down a mountain hill. Come the, down from the mountain, Casey Daly. Come down from the mountain, Casey Dude. She Casey Daly done the Warriors run. That's yeah, where that came from. That's where she wrote that song. And it took her ages. Yeah. <laughs> And they were all waiting at the finish line to say, when you come down no. from the mountain, Casey Daly, come down from the mountain, Casey Daly. Right. On that note, I'd say we'll call it a day. Yeah. Right. Um, one of the boys says we should have a thought for the week. All right. What was your thought? You said it as soon as I said it to you the last day. You said, what is the thought? What was my thought? Oh, you had some funny little one-liner thought. I don't know. Oh. My thought is breakfast ain't the time to drink stout. Let me <laughs> yeah, tell you. That's true, yeah. Mother of God. Yeah, sorry about that. It's like treacle, sorry. is it all right? I've actually got it. It is like treacle, man. That's yeah. your hit the nail on the candy there now. That's exactly <laughs> what it's like. So we'll have this broadcast up with the video on YouTube. Mm. So if you do want to see what, what it looked like yeah. in the box room. Yeah, if you're listening now on one of the podcast forums, you can see it on YouTube as well. We'll be there. Yeah. Um, make sure you go back and listen to the first three episodes. Aye. Oh, three episodes done. This is four. Um, yeah, no, the first three as well. Yeah, and then this one. we four done, though. We Isn't that four great? Done, yeah. Now, let me tell you, Ray. Before we go. Subscribe. Oh, yeah. Jesus, let you subscribe to us. <laughs> because they were sending us messages saying, when are you doing another one? Oh, it, that's right. If you click the subscribe button, it tells tell you. you. That's right. It'll tell you on all of them. Just hit subscribe and it'll tell you when the new episode And it's out. the only way for us to measure, are we doing anything right at all? Yeah, it lets us know then if it's working, yeah. yeah. We, we, can, we can see YouTube views. Yeah, and we can, to a certain extent, see who's watching it on the forums. But yeah. the subs, man, are going to help us. Massive. Subs, I look at the way your subs. That's that. Subscribe. Uh, I was going to say something else as well in relation to that. I can't remember. That's the ice cream van. I can hear an ice cream van. Yeah. We're going getting ice cream. I lads. got the ninety nine. Oh! Yep. I'm okay. going to get one of them boats. <laughs> <laughs> the old boat. Got to love Saturdays. Lovely. <laughs> All right, Ray. Fair play to me. Right, fair play to you. See you next week. And fair play to you as well. Prepare to all of us. All of us. We're so many.